The Leaving Cert exams kicked off this week, which I found brings out two types of memory for people. Some nostalgia-filled, but mostly PTSD. Let me explain. Let me explain with Sean Defoe, a News Talk original. Hello and welcome to the show. Don't forget to hit subscribe and follow wherever it is you're listening. This week, it's that time of year. The Leaving Cert has begun. And best of luck to the class of 2023 as they embark on what is no doubt a really gruelling few weeks. Don't have a huge amount of advice beyond you are where you are now. You either know your stuff or you don't. Beyond that last little bit of cramming and a bit of luck hoping that certain things come up. I know for me, I remember having to avoid a lot of my friends before each exam because most of them were smarter than me. And so right before each test, they'd be cramming stuff in and asking each other questions. And it was usually then... I realised some huge gap in my knowledge on a particular subject or a part of the course maybe that I wasn't so hot on. So I just went into denial mode rather than getting myself all worked up and stressed out about it. So what I did before most of the bigger exams is I went in and hid in the chapel in our school in Delisle and Waterford, which was directly above the exam hall. And I'd sort of run over the few bits that I wanted to give a last read of where I was on my own and, you know, maybe say a little bit of a prayer as well, then go down five minutes before to get myself settled so I didn't have to talk to anyone. The other big thing I remember was actually everyone telling me that you have to have some way of calming down between exams because it's so stressful. So I got a swimming pool membership for the Tower Hotel, which is like a five or ten minute walk from the school. And after most exams, I go down and swim a few lengths and get into the hot tub. But there was this group of old lads who obviously came down to use the hot tub and the sauna every day and meet up in the middle of afternoon for a bit of a chat and a bit of banter because, you know, why not when you're retired? So I'd be sitting there with them in the hot tub and sure by the end they nearly wanted to blow by blow account of every exam. But we've been asking some of the team here in News Talk about their leaving cert memories. And let's start with the Let Me Explain team because if you're regular listeners, you'll have heard me at the end of each episode. So this episode was presented by Sean Defoe, John Kiewis editor and Lachlan Hart on sound. So time to hear from them directly our literal sound man. Hi, I'm Lachlan and I did my Leaving Cert in 2003 and I'll never forget on my very first day doing my very first paper and uh, about halfway through my hand started to cramp from all the writing. I was so nervous that I was pushing my pen as hard as I could into the paper and I knew I had another two weeks of writing to go so I literally had to just sit for a couple of minutes and not write um, to stop my hand from cramping. Um, so now I do everything on the keyboard. Another member of the team who doesn't always get the shine is Kira Tracy, who does the social media side of things. She's our high-value player import from another league. She didn't do the leaving cert itself, but has exam PTSD all the same. One of my top A-level memories is my final English literature exam. I was having to compare like the great gaps being a street kind of desire, and I was so confident. This was something I was so certain I was going to get an A in, and I opened the paper, and literally everything escaped me. It was so unlike me. I had the biggest freak and this horrible sinking feeling in my stomach that my life is over. I am never going to, you know, come back from this. And I remember handing in the, the exam and I was like, this is, this is, um, me done. But I got to be in the end. Did, <laughs> did cry, but it turns out none of it mattered. I managed to get where I needed to go and haven't thought about it since. So it was all worth it. And I put this out on Twitter during the week. I don't think I quite appreciated the reaction it was going to trigger in people. So, so many of you getting in touch 
about the great leak of 2009, Andrew from the newsroom included. Hi, I'm Andrew Lyth and I did my Leaving Cert in 2009, which was the infamous year that uh, English Paper 2 was postponed until the Saturday. So what happened was, on the morning of English Paper 1, the Wednesday, a group of students in Drogheda were accidentally given English Paper 2, and then it was removed from them, and then they were given the right paper. By lunchtime, probably a bit later, I'd say the whole country knew what was coming up on that paper. There was texts going around, conversations had between myself and my friends, groups on MSN Messenger back in the day. And then that evening, mass panic when the State Exams Commission announced that it would be postponed until the Saturday. So the evening before the exam was due to take place, they postponed it. And this then led to mass panic because everyone was expecting a completely different paper to what they knew was coming up. And yeah, it was a wild time, it has to be said. Poets as well. It's always the poets that get you. And one of our editors, Sean, he knows the pain. Hi, I'm Sean O'Regan and I did my leave insert back in 2014. And I'll never forget the panic on everyone's faces when we sat our English papers Seamus Heaney died the August before our exams, so everyone thought it was a cert that he'd appear in the poetry section, but he didn't. And he showed up in the unseen poetry section, and to say there was a groan around the room would be an understatement. Didn't matter too much to me though, because I had a bit of Emily Dickinson ready to go. I knew I could remember there being an issue with poets, and I remember Seamus Heaney not coming up, which killed me in 2012, but I had forgotten until Twitter pointed it out. There was also no Sylvia Platt that year, and the only two I'd studied were Heaney and Plath because all the teachers agreed for some reason that both were going to come up they hadn't been up for a few years or something like that and I remember sitting in the exam hall about halfway down the second row of people to get their papers and each time someone in the first row got the exam they'd open it and just put their head in their hands so I knew long before I got the paper that I was going to be in big trouble because you could just see this chorus of people going oh my god this is going to be Horrendous, uh, But as Owen Kinlan from my year put it, Paddy Kavanagh to the rescue for most of them. Alas, not me. What I find really interesting uh, hearing people's stories is just that sort of the cultural moment in time Ireland was at while the Leaving Cert was on in various years. It's sort of like a trip through, uh, reading in the years almost, if you like, through the, the prism of exams. And our reporter Stephanie is a good one. Hi, I'm Stephanie Rowan and I did my Leaving Cert in 2001. What I remember most from that time is how ridiculously nervous I got. In fact, I got so nervous that the only thing I could eat for the few weeks of the exams was white bread and twirls, Cadbury twirls. That was literally all I could eat. So much so, it took me about 10 years after the Leaving Cert to ever have a twirl again because I got so sick of them. The other thing I remember, and this is really, really cringy, is Destiny's Child released their song Survivor that year, and I used to play it before every single exam to pump myself up. And Tom reminding us of the summer of water charges. Hi, I'm Tom Douglas, and I did my leaving cert in 2014. I'll never forget trying to chill between exams. I had quite a few exams that were kind of 
later in the week or the second week or whatever it was with music and stuff so trying to chill between exams trying to do that last minute, minute bit of study and they were actually putting the water meters in on the street outside so we had fellas in hard hats and high-vis jackets with power drills and diggers and dumper trucks and there was all sorts of equipment and they were laying concrete it went on for it went on for quite a while and uh, they just looked at me on the way out to school because I walked to school every morning came back in the afternoon and walked out to school again after that and uh, they just looked at me and I could, the look in their eyes was just pity but they could do nothing about the noise they were creating so ah look uh, it was it was what it was I think one bit of advice don't have a big sporting tournament that Ireland's involved in in your leaving search year Hi, I'm Eamon Torsney and I did my leaving cert in 1988 and my memory from that time is that it clashed with Ireland qualifying for Euro 88 the first time the Republic of Ireland had qualified for a major football championship finals so I was trying to study while watching Ireland beat England draw with the USSR and then lose to the Netherlands in the summer of 1988 Hi, I'm Tara Duggan and I did my leaving cert in 1990. Uh, to be honest, most of the gang at public school Nathan and Baldoyle didn't really care or focus on the exams at all. We were far too preoccupied with Italian 90, which was kicking off a few weeks later. My outstanding memory of the exams themselves was actually day one when my best friend Elaine didn't turn up. Uh, she finally strolled in 20 minutes after the rest of us had started writing and then I had to sit through the next few hours wondering why. Uh, turns out she'd actually lit a cigarette on the way to school that morning and set the sleeve of her jacket alight. I think it's pretty clear my focus wasn't on the academics at all really. Sinead Hickey on social media adding the time the invigilator came in to tell them Robbie Keane had scored against Germany mid-exam. We had Euro 2012 our year so the excitement was there to start but you know not that much of an issue by the end it has to be said uh, some of the other people getting in touch on Twitter hilarious stories about their leaving Sir Claire Cavan has said we were the first year allowed to use calculators and it was a huge deal my friend forgot his and an invigilator took his phone number to call his mum to bring it down after a very long wait it appeared on his desk with sorry it took so long first time she brought the TV remote <laughs> oh imagine leaving the house Thinking you have the calculator rushing to help your son and you brought the TV remote. Uh, Carlo Senon saying the Ordinary Levels Maths Paper 1 of 2015 contained not only higher level questions in the previous years, but harder questions than the higher level paper that day. It was like a war zone after. People crying in the corners of halls holding each other. I spent an hour colouring in triangles. And there was another year, I think it was 2013, where one of the sums had, you could have had five different answers, but also it couldn't be solved. Actually, there was a printing error and mathematically, that particular sum couldn't be solved. Kirsty Ellis got in touch to say she panicked so bad that she dropped on the day from higher level, not to ordinary level, but to foundation maths. Now, that is some serious panic. I think we, a few of my friends did that with the Irish exam on the day, just said nope, not having this, not feeling it, going to ordinary level. Um, beware too what supplements you take or what food that you're having to keep you fit and healthy because you do need to do that. Uh, it is a marathon as they say over the couple of weeks of the leaving cert. Owen Connolly saying he mixed up ADHD medication and melatonin, which is for sleep the night before maths paper one and got zero hours sleep as a result. Turned out fine, I got a H1. It's just not a strategy I attend to repeat. 
Oh, I can just like imagine imagine the insomnia. Although risky taking melatonin as well, it helps you sleep, but I'd be so afraid. A bit like, you know, if you have to get up early in the morning, just be afraid of not waking up at all. A lot of people saying that that, that did happen to them. Uh, not everyone gets to leave it right in the first go either, it should be said. Hi, I'm Andrea Gilligan, and I did my leave insert in 2003. Well, for the first time. In fact, I loved it so much, I sat it again in 2004. But I remember on both occasions, I can specifically remember going in to sit the business studies paper. Um, and I loved business studies, and I loved studying it. And I remember, I can still in my mind to this day, still see I had learned everything off by heart, which is probably not good advice and nobody should ever take um, advice about studying from me. But I remember going in with with basically essays and pages of stuff just learned off in my mind. And I can still see there was like a chapter on, I think, resolving contract conflict resolution. And it was like, I can still see the subheadings of what a legally binding contract means, when a legally binding contract kicks in, how to end a legally binding contract. Like I can I can still remember learning all of these things off by heart. My business studies studies teacher's probably listening to this now thinking, Andrea, you have those in the wrong order. But it was a long time ago. But but I, I don't uh, I don't advise anybody to learn anything off by heart. Maybe I should just say that in case somebody's going to take up that advice. And for a lot of people, it seems like languages become the problem. Our own Gavin Riley saying he was in boarding school and ran out of antihistamines very early in week one. But also, he spoke a frightful amount of German in his Irish uh, oral, the three days three days between them on the other side of a weekend. He said he's pretty sure I told the examiner, Gorev Bronorum, Gorev me immer exprocken irhi as Deutsch. Um, which is quite something a lot of people saying that that they got their languages mixed up they spoke French in the Irish oral they gave a perfect English answer in the French or whatever uh, it happened to be Gemma says she got really confused during the French oral told the examiner she lived 10,000 miles from the school and got there every day by bus and that the only subject she did in school was English uh, Brendan O'Concor lost my French notes a month before the oral realising it didn't matter I wasn't going to do well in it anyway then repeatedly speaking Irish during my French oral Kira Noble from our newsroom had a, a similar experience. Hi, I'm Kira. I did my leaving search in 2011, and I'll never forget the bad situation I had with my oral. I my Irish oral. I tried to speak to the examiner and make him think that wow, she's such a gore. And I said I was trying to say I walk up my dog every day in the park with other animals, you know, trying to, you know, set the scene. And I said, Tomek Shul, Lema Wadra, Ilarna Parka, Fuinan Vibyoga, which I believe translates to, I am walking with my dog in the middle of a field under a little animal. The worst could have happened, but slightly embarrassing. And then the examiner started asking me about the room, which supposedly is the red flag that things have gone wrong. Sometimes you get away with things, though. Aaron on Twitter saying the woman working the audio for the Irish listening test wasn't the best with technology. Not great at all, really. She played the tape, got three quarters of the way through, tried to pause it and accidentally restarted it. So we got to hear it again. Top woman, that lady. Uh, Someone else saying during my Irish oral, one of the examiners asked what my favourite TV show was. And I was a bit under pressure and said, lost. 
The examiner kindly asked to explain the plot of Lost to her. I couldn't even explain it in English. Still have nightmares about it. And God, I wouldn't... How do you even explain Lost? The plane crashes on an island and then it just gets really freaky. Hard in English, let alone uh, Oskwelga. Uh, our own Ben had a bit of a French issue in 2012. Hi, I'm Ben, and I did my leaving search in 2012. The one thing that always stands out in my mind, I was terrible at French, terrible at languages. I had this grand idea that I'll, I'll do honours French. I, I'm good enough for honours French. I was never good enough for honours French. And I spooked out on the day, dropped down, and barely scraped a pass in ordinary level after doing two years of honours French. Five years of honours French, including the junior cycle. I probably would have been better off doing the German paper on the day. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Newsreader Ben there, he was another 2012 baby. And weirdly, we actually got placed together in student accommodation despite going to different colleges in our first year and are now colleagues, despite both our best attempts at messing up language exams. I'm still amazed, frankly, that I got through Irish. Sometimes, though, in the Leaving Cert, things just get emotional. Hello, my name is Isa. I did my Leaving Cert in 2015, and I'll never forget the tears in what was a very difficult maths paper one. Add to that people getting sick. El Gallagher said, having such a severe asthma attack, I ended up in ICU with a brief stint on a ventilator and did three exams from a hospital bed in Beaumont with a Department of Education invigilator. They have plans for all eventualities. Wow, I mean, talk about the pressure there as well. Although I suppose if you didn't like a question, could you could you swoon a little bit? Could you say, oh, I'm not sure about this. I need extra time. John O'Hughes, uh, the brother drank a bottle of whiskey the night before my honours French exam, came in at 4am and puked all over me. Four hours sleep, went back to pass. Laura Madigan, leaving cert 1992, I had a tummy bug for my chemistry exam. Whole exam I felt like I was seasick. I had to leave twice to puke. The girl next to me was wearing poison perfume. To this day, if I smell it, my stomach terms managed a B, though God knows how. Uh, another one in intercert stories. We're going back a while here. Mechanical drawing, where the procedure was that you put your completed pages on the floor beside you. One guy got sick at his desk and sprayed both his and others' work in vomit. Oh my God, imagine the fear. Not only your own stuff, but also spraying onto other people's. And then, oh, think of the examiner, because those big pages, and I remember them, they go into... Is it like a big plastic sheet or a tube or something? And I presumably sit there for a couple of months or a couple of weeks until the examiner has to open it up. So imagine you're an examiner. You open it up three months, three months of stale puke on the work later. Oh, God, the thoughts of it. The nerves seem to be constant, whether you did your leaving cert in the 1990s or disgustingly recently. Hey, it's your colleague Alex Rowley here. I did my leaving cert in 2022. Not too many disasters that I can think of, but I did walk into my Irish exam with literally nothing learned. And with Irish, they kind of teach you in a way that you need to like rote learn pages and pages about your area, about where you come from and about poetry as well. And of course, I couldn't talk freely about poetry in Irish because I didn't have that much Irish, even though I was doing higher level. So I ended up writing a page and a half of complete and utter waffles. No idea what I was talking about. Didn't answer half the questions, pretty much nine, you know, 90% of the questions on the exam. Called it a day after about half an hour, 40 minutes, because I couldn't stand being in there any longer. Walked into the cafe, 
and just drown my sorrows in a chicken fillet roll, which I think is the best way to do it. Uh, thankfully, though, it seemed to go all right in the end. I got the points for my first choice in college, so not too bad. Um, but, but the only other disaster I can think of was actually my junior cert. A few weeks out from the exams, our science teacher realised she taught us the old course instead of the new one. So that was fun. That was really fun. <laughs> And some of the brain farts don't always end with the exams either, as Shane Beatty found out. Hi there, I'm Shane Beatty. I did my leaving cert in 2007. I'll never forget the lack of sleep on day one. Couldn't sleep, getting ready for English paper one and paper two. Ended up going for a walk at five o'clock in the morning around my local area and also the day of my leaving cert results. Went into the school, met my principal, said hello, walked out of the school and completely forgot to ask for the envelope with my results in them. So many messages too about sleeping in and lots saying that the school rang them or their parents when they were late for the exam. I'd certainly never heard of that. I don't think my school would have. Um, some amazing stories, way too many to include here. But a few more of the favourites that I've got in Cormac Moore on Twitter. Uh, I used to always ask people if they remembered their log tables for exams that did not require <laughs> log tables. Oh, what an awful, awful thing to do. Paula Sheridan on Instagram saying leaving certain driving tests worth nightmares would give birth again before I do either of them. Another one from Lynn Crowley who says she was on crutches for my Irish oral in 1998. I ditched them outside the room as I hadn't anything prepared uh, on injuries. Okay, yeah, sensible, but was flustered and even more nervous than I would otherwise have been as a result. So I was a bit all over the place. To this day, I'm still... Not sure how we ended up down the route of favourite people from history. I'm guessing he was probably a history teacher, so my interest in debating and current affairs might have sent us there. But imagine the extremely big eyes he did, accompanied by the nervous look to the recording cassette player, when I, for for some unknown reason, answered Adolf Hitler. Oh, whatever about a Hitler conversation, that's barely, but Osgoelga on top of that, oh my god. Some of the other ones in uh, Jack Keegan saying, I fantasized all through six year, but the leaving cert being cancelled. Little did I know what was coming around the bend in 2020. Uh, Barry, the Barry lad, at the Barry lad on Twitter. We came out of geography and we were doing the usual, what question did you do? Can you believe X or Y didn't come up? And over the course of the conversation, I realized I accidentally skipped an entire section, like one third of the test. Another one about people getting there, uh, someone saying that they missed their junior cert English exam because they were stuck on a bus outside Mount Mary and stuck in traffic. That must have been very uh, a lot of lot of traffic. Um, other people with a lot of difficulty just getting there. Uh, Caroline on Twitter saying, "I knew someone who lived near their school, so he went home between exams, lost track of time, and had to cross fields to get back. He got caught short, stopped to pee, and peed straight onto an electric fence. Oh no, 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 no! Oh, the thoughts of it." Eric Burns, a new black bullock bought in the mart that day, jumped the wire when brought home. Four hours looking for him in ditches that night before geography on the Friday. Another person saying, not a leaving cert story, but in the 79 junior cert, Irish, write an essay about on Papa. A few wrote about their father. (laughs) The crack home on the bus was hilarious. Another one from Owen Daly. I have terrible handwriting. When I got my results, it was a D3, a bare pass for English, despite it being my strong subject. When I viewed the script, the examiner had written illegible across the top and gave every question 40%. 
It was upgraded on appeal months later. Wow, that's very harsh, isn't it? Even if your writing is quite bad, that seems like a very, um, yeah, very harsh thing to do. Some people just having no luck as well. Paula E said, My father gave me his fountain pen on the morning of the exams for luck. Which is a nice thing to do. Bloody thing leaked all over me and all the papers. <laughs> Maeve Quigley says, In my Irish oral, I tried to say I had a stripy cat, but instead I called my poor kitten a prostitute. <laughs> And glad to see as well, uh, I wasn't the only one in 2012 who was shocked on the poet Zoe saying the exact same shock. Uh, Sylvia Plath, 2012, she was the only poet I studied. Kira saying, I viscerally remember the sound of everyone flipping over to the poets and then a big intake of breath as we realised she wasn't on it. Uh, to which Zoe replies, on my answer booklet, I had written out every Plath quote in my head and the associated poems. So whoever marked my exam knew exactly what had happened. Not a bad approach. But look, the common denominator of all of these, for anyone listening who's doing the exams this year, we can now look back and laugh about it. If you don't get what you want, there are many more routes than there have ever been to getting where you want to go. I love this message in particular from Susan Davis. Uh, she said, I made an absolute mess of the higher level history paper, my favourite subject and my favourite teacher. Got flustered, memory went, didn't get all five essays finished, absolutely devastated, failed it. Anyway, went on to get a degree in history to prove to myself that it didn't matter. If you are doing it this year, your best is all you can do. I know it's a big cliche. And then do enjoy the amazing freedom of the summer because after that, the world is at your feet. And if you are still dealing with the nightmares this far on from your own Leaving Cert, maybe we should start a support group. It might be needed. Happy Leaving Cert weeks, everybody. If you think that this episode and the show deserve an A1 or a H1 as it is now, please leave a review wherever you're listening. Don't forget to share. Let me explain far and wide. Sean Defoe presented this week with John Kyo, the editor, and Lachlan Hart on sound. 